So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. My next guest is the founder and CEO of My Financial Home Enterprise and global financial consultancy firm providing comprehensive accounting, tax, and financial management services for businesses and individuals. The Women of Wealth dubbed her Wealth Builder Extraordinaire, and she was awarded a President's Lifetime Achievement Award by President Barack Obama. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Dr. Cosette White. Good morning. How's everyone doing? How are you, Rashawn? Well, good, because, you know, you can say everyone, because my booth is packed in here. You know, you're, you're only going to be talking to me, though, but they staring at me, though. They making sure I don't All make right. any mistakes. You know, they got pushing buttons and closing curtains so I won't sweat in the booth, you know, because the outdoor light gets too heavy on me. I'm too hot. Give me some water. Give me some water. So it's great. I, I finally got you on my show. I always see you on LinkedIn. I, I search your profile to see what you're doing, Miss White. So tell me, tell everybody what you do, and then we're going to get into detail about a number of questions that I have outlined that I'm going to ask you about. Tell us about All Dr. Right. Cosette well, White. I, yes, I love this. Well, Dr. Cosette M. White, I help individuals um, gain clarity and focus with their finances. I also help thousands of taxpayers hmm. who owe the IRS. Uh, but simply can't afford to pay the IRS. So I provide benefits such as pain and relief um, from the IRS and just help individuals regain their normal sleep habits back uh, by helping them reduce that tax liability. I'm also an author of Unveiling the Mask as well as a best-selling author of Attracting the Best. So I play with numbers all day. That's what I do. What's, what's, what is your degree in then? My degree is in mathematics. I, I will admit I don't play with numbers all day. If you give me a math problem, I might get in a fight with you because you're trying to make <laughs> me look bad. <laughs> my my undergraduate degree is in accounting. It's in accounting, okay. and then I have my master's degree in business administration. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. When you say people who you said you said you you you, you do taxes, right? And you do taxes for yes. people who owe money. Did you say that? Yes, owe okay. the IRS. Okay, now what does that mean? Like, so you know, when I file, you know, my goal is not to owe. How do you wind up owing the IRS? Oh, my goodness. There's a number of different ways that people owe um, the IRS. Uh, they get themselves in trouble. Maybe they are um, an entrepreneur 
mm-hmm. self-employed, mm-hmm. and maybe they're not um, paying taxes. They're right. making the income, but they're not paying the taxes. They're not paying quarterly taxes. They're not paying anything to the internal revenue throughout the year, and then all of a sudden they owe this big, large sum, 100000 50000 you know, whatever that number may look like, and... Um, they're not sleeping well because the IRS is sending them no- notices and, and knocking on their door saying, we want our money. Like I, I have a paychecks is a service I use. And um, because if otherwise, I'd probably be a person who owes the government because they take all the money out. They, they take money out of my account and out of the account, they pay the employee and they pay the government the taxes that are due to the government. That's a good way to protect yourself, correct? Yes, a very good way. Have that have it automatically come out of the check. Now let me ask and you this. See, that's, let me go ask ahead. you this now. Dr. White, I'm that I'm that person in trouble. I've come to you and I owe money. I I don't have any money. <laughs> what do you do for me? How do you how do you save a guy who started a small business or an individual who got a little bonus and didn't do the taxes on the bonus like he was supposed to? Kept saying he was going to do it, kept saying she was going to do it, but they didn't do it. End of the year, file those taxes, they owe $1,000 or $10,000. How do they recover from something like that when they come to you? Because they also got to pay you for your services, correct? (laughs) Exactly. They have to pay for the services. Well, there's something that the IRS calls the debt forgiveness plan, Mm -hmm. and there are certain criteria that an individual must fall into in order to uh, fall into one of the plans. The first one is, of course, the offer and compromise program. Then, of course, you know, we can fall into the partial payment installment plans, but who wants to pay partial and partial partial pay installments, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. there's the penalty abatement. So when clients come to me, I usually go through an analysis to figure out if they qualify, first of all, for any of the programs, the forgiveness programs that the IRS is offering. And then from there, we look at their financial situation and then do an analysis to say, hey, is this something that the IRS will approve? Um, I don't stick a client into any of the programs that right. the IRS offers unless I know that I am going to have a great success rate. My success rate in settling debt is about 94%. 94%. So if I don't think that I can settle, then I'm not going to get you through. I'm not going to even try to play with you. I'm going to be honest up front and say, I don't think we can win with this one. But that's that's what I do. I, I try to put them in one of the three debt forgiveness programs. So you are honest. You're not there just to, we're all in business to make money. But you're not going to lead somebody down the, the rabbit hole like you can do something with them and you see the odds of them winning is just you getting paid or getting them more mm-hmm. debt because they owe you now. Because they owe the government. Mm-hmm. They definitely not going to pay you. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> you know what? One thing, Rashawn, I'm all about honesty and integrity. And the, the business that I'm in, it's really about building relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the more positive relationships that I build, the more my business is going to grow. I'm not going to lead you down the road path and say, hey, I can get you through this knowing that I can't. I've been before the IRS too many times, so I know what will pass and I know what will not pass. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I love about this interview, your voice. You have that 
you know, you had that doctor type voice, you know, that bedside <laughs> manner. You know, you act, you, you, if I came into your office, you would make me believe I'm going to get my money back. Or I'm going to go, or the government going to leave me alone. I'm just telling you the truth now. Because I've been noticing that for going, I don't owe any money. I want to, I want to sign you up for something, you know. <laughs> Call my wife. Baby, we owe anybody? Because I, I met the Dr. Cosette White and I think she, I think we can use her. She, boy. We don't owe nobody any money, but you need to listen to her voice. Her voice will hypnotize you to believe that you were right and the government was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Reason I say that because you've been called the financial physician. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. I just want to let everybody know that I'm not the only one saying that people here need making you laugh, but you've been called the financial physician because of. Your technique, your style, your bedside manner. Tell me, when you get a title like that, what responsibility comes with it? A lot comes with it because when you just think about the word physician, mm-hmm. you know, people are looking at me in a different manner. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, as I said, co- when I was coined a financial physician, it was just one of those things that individuals came to me because I've been able to diagnose mm-hmm. the situation. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> diagnose. I, it just comes, being able to diagnose the financial situation and help people get out of the problems that they're in. Um, and we're not just talking talking about what taxes we're talking about our business owners who may right. be stuck in a in a rut as well maybe their um, numbers aren't panning out the way that they want and maybe their mm-hmm. their their profit margins aren't where they want them to be but just being able to really clearly look at the numbers and say hey let's shift things a little bit and maybe this this will work so um just being able to really, really, as I said, diagnose situations. As it relates to money, Rashawn, I'm not going to play around with nothing else but the numbers. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, this is really interesting because uh, when you came out of college, uh, did you go work for someone or did you go immediately into a small business platform? No, when I came out of college, I worked in corporate America. And actually, Mm -hmm. truth be told, I stayed in corporate America for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I had the business as well as working in corporate America. And I kept saying I need to really get from underneath this corporate job because I have so much so much talent. You know, God has gifted me, and why am I staying here? But something just kept pulling at me to stay there um, with corporate. And um, eventually I just said, hey, I need to take this jump, and I did. I took the leap, and I stepped out on faith, and and I began to grow the business. Now, let me just say this. In those 20 years, Mm -hmm. I did leave corporate America, but I wasn't prepared, so I had to step back in. And as I say, I I say this all the time, we fall down, but we get up. Mm I I had to step back in. I was a single parent. I was going through some situations in my life, Mm -hmm. and I needed to get back in and and rely on what so many of us do, that po-check to (laughs) po-check. You know, we become codependent upon it, you know, and so that was me at one point in time. But that's that's why I like my show, because I want people to be honest, because, you know, a lot of time in entertainment, all you see is the... The, the $25 million contract or the contract signed by an athlete or a singer, sell all these uh, movies, blockbusters, but the work to get there, the mistakes, the mistakes the, the, that we don't hear about are important on this show because, because they're journeys. So that's, why, that's why I'm willing to tell people I have failed. I remember I told my daughter when she was struggling in college, I told her, I, 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 if you look at my resume, there is an F on my resume. She goes, you made an mm-hmm. F, Dad? I go, yeah, but there's mm-hmm. also a Dean's list. On my resume too now, 
Your dad graduated with a math degree now and worked for IBM. Right. So don't don't look at me square when I say that F now. There's a lot of upside on my resume. But there is a mistake, and I didn't allow that mistake to slow me down. And it's important that people understand that. And when we come back, we will talk to the to the physician, the financial physician some more, because her bedside manner is incredible. I'm talking to her. She got a Lifetime Achievement Award from the president, President Barack Obama. That's how good she is. I got one on my wall. I know I specialize in I keep the dust off mine, Doc. I keep the dust off mine. When we come back, we'll hear more <laughs> of what she has to say in her future planning, tax strategies, keeping people out of debt. You listen to Money Making Conversation. I'm talking to Dr. Cosette White. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations. On the phone, uh, she was dubbed by the Women of Wealth, Wealth Builders Extraordinaire, and she was awarded a President's Lifetime Achievement Award by President Barack Obama. On the phone is uh, Dr. Cosette White. You still there, Doc? I'm here. Yes, I am. Well, Doc, I'm going to tell you something. Um, you have a new book out called Unveiling the Mask. Is your passionate uh, call to other victims of domestic violence and substance abuse to stop hiding behind their mask of shame and fear and to step out and embrace the life they have always dreamed of? That's a pretty powerful statement. Why did you write that book? Yes, most definitely. I wrote the book, Unveiling the Mask, because, number one, I just felt it was time for uh, my listeners, my viewers, my community to really know uh, more about me, Cosette M. White. Um, a lot of times we walk around, um, or I walk around, and people don't re- did not really know the true story behind me. They just know bits and pieces about mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt it was time to... Uh, be a voice for others that are going through the same or similar situations that I did some years ago. And just to really let them know that there is light at the end of the tunnel with, um, you know, resilience, courage, and, and just um, knowing that, that they, too, can come out of a situation just as I did. Maybe not the same way that I came out of it, but I just wanted to be that voice, especially when I started hearing that so many women and men have walked in the same pair of shoes that I did at one particular time. Um, and so that, was my, that is my true reasoning for unveiling the mask. And I, the book title is really Take That Mask Off and Let Everyone Know Who You Are, What Situations You've Gone Through in Life, and um, hey, they can, they can see things a lot clearer just like you did. It really, uh, was it therapeutic for you? Uh, yeah, it was very therapeutic, but let me just say this. I hesitated on whether or not I really wanted to let the world know what transpired in my life earlier mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't know how people were going to view me. Right. Um, I started writing the book, and then I put it down for a while, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, reach out to individuals and say, hey, if you were going to do this journey, write your book and let people know the inside of you, how would you feel? And I just had to really get over some some personal things and say, hey, this is your life story. This is what happened. This is the outcome. Tell the world. Share share it with the world, and many people will um, embrace. And so I've asked, you know, it's only been out less than a month, and the feedback that I've gotten thus far, Rashawn, has been great. Um, I'm just amazed at so many stories that, I've gotten from other individuals that have been in the same situation um, that I've been in. So it's definitely a testimony. Cool. Here's the deal. I don't have that book. And, that's, and I'm mad because I read all my all books that are delivered to me. So I want to bring you back next month on my show after I've read this book. 
and so yes. we can talk in detail. Because I don't like I don't like doing glossy interviews. Like I've actually kind of like I read it and kind of like do some do some hyperlines out of your book so you can respond on it. I really want to be engaged in the book and also emo- and understand your emotional journey because that's important because that is who you are today. That ability yes. to overcome that makes you overcome a lot of things in the future. Also, you talked about the fear of not wanting to lead the corporate corporate life, and then you had to go back. That's also in that book, I'm sure. And that those oh, journeys yeah, are is. very important to be able to articulate why are you successful today? Uh, let me ask that question to you right now, point blank. Why are you successful t- today? I think just really determination, uh, Rashawn. Um, not allowing any obstacles to get in my way. I mean, I could go on and on about the obstacles that I've, I've tell encountered us a few. in tell life. Tell us a few. Tell us a few if you don't mind. You know, not to give away um, the book, but just tell us a couple. First of all, my parents passed away at an early age. Both of them were murdered. So mm-hmm. that was number one, the obstacle. Mm-hmm. I could have been that statistic of saying, oh, here's a woman, you know, out there on welfare, not doing well. So that was number one, and that was earlier on. Number two, just going through the domestic violence, losing the job, and um, being out there on welfare. Mm-hmm. I stayed on welfare for a period of time, a short period of time, um, but I was able to overcome that. Mm-hmm. So when I say I had obstacles in my life, I did have stones, but I didn't allow those to, to prevent me mm-hmm. from moving forward. And that's important that people hear that. That's why I want, when I wanted to start sharing your story, the honest story, honest story that you can, you, you don't, the, whatever life is dealing you at that moment, it doesn't have to consistently deal you that consistently. You can overcome it with a plan. When, it's, when life started turning positive for you, did you, who did you have around you? What were your, what was your little, you know, the, the, the white, the, the white club that came around you said, this is the group that's going to lift me up and tell me I'm important. That tells me I can win. Cause that's what I have now. I didn't have that. And so, so I was out there just going in different directions. But you need that group of people that sit around you, whether it's your wife, your, your husband, your sister, your brother, your, your pastor, your friends, your, your children, that keep uplifting. Who uplifted you? Number one, I, I, I turn to God for everything. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. I turn to God. Number two, I have two friends that I call on for advice all the time. And when I say friends, they're in my back pocket. I could call them whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I can, I know that they're going to give me the sound advice that I need. Mm-hmm. And um, those are just two friends that I just, for whatever, I call them, I bounce my ideas off of them, I brainstorm off of them, and I know that they're going to give me the advice that I want. Um, as I began to grow and as the business began to grow and as I began to grow, my circle of friends began to shift, mm-hmm. and I started relying on a different group of individuals that I could go to and rely on, and they would give me their honest feedback on whatever it may be. And I still rely on those group of individuals till today. Here's, here's and so a, I will say each level that I have progressed and grown, <laughs> I may have shifted my circle so you shifted of friends over to Rashawn because now. I needed to. You, you shifted yeah. over to Rashawn now, you know. Exactly. You're over here exactly. at Rashawn Club. This, this, this is a bad <laughs> club. You're not, Miss White. <laughs> right. It's a bad club. I've been watching it. <laughs> so uh, here's the great thing about it. I was reading about uh, some of the, you said, after financial disaster, you are, is success is absolutely attainable with resiliency Discipline and faith. Fin- you know, I'm telling you something. Fin- disaster. I can forget. That's a a heck of a word to come back from disaster. How do you come back with, from disaster through faith, discipline, and resiliency? 
Let me just say, when we talk about disaster, it, it was disaster for me. It was a younger age. Mm-hmm. I was a single mom. Uh-huh. I, like I said, I had lost the job. Mm-hmm. I was on welfare. I was practically penniless, and I had almost lost my home. Right. So when we say resilience, just stepping out on faith and knowing that, mm-hmm. I, I just knew that I was not going to be that individual that was down on on struggle road, as I always say, Rashawn. I could not just see myself on struggle road. I had to bounce back over to success road. So when when and, and even in writing the book, when you look at where I'm at today, the things that I've accomplished, it's just been hard work, dedication, stepping out on faith, and and just making things happen. And the the thing that um. Struggle Road. Uh, I talk about that in my life a lot, you know, because of the fact that even when you're successful, there is struggle road, you know, because of the fact that I relate to when you said, you know, you don't often want to tell people. you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.